asked her in shock because I haven't been out for most of winter break. Buns frowns. You are now, and I'm going to lose it if they have a problem with it. No wonder you're so depressed, sitting here with nothing to do but dwell on everything that has happened. Those power angels can't figure that out? She asks rhetorically. They're going to have to compromise their need to have every angle covered and keep in mind that you're part human, too. You need to be out doing stuff. You're a teenager, she says, as if that would explain everything. I've been on virtual house arrest since waking up from my injuries a few weeks ago. Just thinking of what happened then sends shivers down my spine, and I have to lean up against the wall by my closet door. I can hardly think about the massacre at the 7-Eleven without feeling a wave of panic hit me. Being foobarred by my ex-friend Alfred has taken a serious toll on me. What are we going to do? I ask her feeling like I can crawl into bed and go back to sleep. Let's start out with a run, and then we'll plan what we're going to do tomorrow night, Bun says with girlish excitement. What's tomorrow night? I ask her in confusion, because I don't even know what day it is. Evie, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. You didn't know that? She asks me with a worried look. I shake my head. Things have been a little out of focus for me since you left. Kind of abstract. Reed and Z have been great. I feel really bad that I let them down, I reply. You didn't let them down. They just don't know what you need. It's just like when you didn't know you were an angel. You had Reed menacing you and you were evolving abilities you couldn't possibly comprehend. You needed a distraction, so Brownie and I tried to provide that whenever we could, so you wouldn't dwell on it, she says, smiling at me. I'm still floored that you knew all along what was going on, and I had no clue that you and Brownie were reapers. You could have let me in on it, I say. Sweetie, we couldn't tell you, and since we are really good at fooling humans, you just never guessed, she says, shrugging. I doubt you would have taken it well if we just announced to you that we were angels of death. That's kind of a dark freak flag to be flying as far as most humans are concerned. Even though we knew you're both human and angel, we kind of reasoned that you weren't really aware of that. Why did you decide to help me out? I ask, since I don't understand just why they have been so good to me. Like we said before, Evie, you're a kindred spirit. You have a bit of a wild side in you, just like Brownie and me. Not all angels are like that, at least the divine kind of angels, she says, handing me my running shoes from the closet. And we thought it was kind of lame that you had to go through your evolution into angel here on Earth, with all of the dangers clawing at you, while every other angel we know of has gotten to evolve in paradise, safely tucked away with no care or fear to mar the event. Oh, that sounds nice. I didn't know I was getting completely gypped, I reply with sarcasm, wondering what it would have been like to feel completely safe while all of this was happening. Evie, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but if you had been a seraph in heaven when you evolved, you would have been completely pampered, she says with a sheepish smile. You would have been the darling of the seraphim, I'm sure. I give Buns a skeptical look. I doubt that any of them would ever think I'm darling because of the fact that I'm not full-blooded seraphim angel, but a mixture of seraphim and human. Pampering is for wimps, I say, trying to make light of it all. Exactly, Buns replies happily. So we'll just go tell the boys that we're going for a run, and then we'll plan New Year's. We'll probably have to stay somewhere around here because I doubt Reed will let us go to London or Paris for it. He'll probably have a problem with New York, too. 
Maybe I can convince him to let us go to Chicago. That would be epic, she says, beginning to get excited about getting out of Crestwood. Good luck with that. I couldn't convince him to let me out past the courtyard, I reply, giving her a pessimistic smile. Reed has been extremely sweet, but unbending when it comes to what he considers dangerous and risky. Well, this conversation will have awkward written all over it then, because I plan on getting my way, she says with heat in her voice. But as it turns out, Reed is very accommodating when it comes to Bunz's requests. He just retrieves his shoes and coat when he hears we plan to go running and follows us out of the house without a word. I am surprised until I realize that he must really be worried about me. Running out to Lake Arden, I feel like I can breathe for the first time in days. It's cold because it's the beginning of winter, but that doesn't bother me like it would have before I started evolving. I am starting to acquire the armor-like angel skin that protects...